and welcome to the Mindsetters podcast. Our names are Ellen and Kim and we are two teachers who are passionate about reflecting and gaining power and energy from all the things that life throws at us. The views, opinions and reflections that we share are based on our own personal experiences. and welcome to episode four. It's a bit of an impromptu episode. Um, We've taken it off the plan. We're going off plan and our episode today is called Roller Coaster of Emotions. I guess it's basically almost like a little real life debrief session about what we're currently going through, what we're living through and what we're noticing around us in life in general. So Kim and I are kind of just having a little bit of a journaling session, but verbally. Exactly. And you might be wondering where we've been and, well, we've been at home for one. I was going to say, where have we been? (laughs) I think we've been at home like everyone for one. But since our last episode, I guess we've had a bit of an up and down journey um, of life since then, in and out of lockdown and going through different emotions, going through teaching Mm. at school, at home. So... Again, we're just doing this check-in, hoping to connect to people. And as always, these discussions help us a lot. So we thought we'd put the mic in front of us and maybe have one of our chats to help in this time. That's exactly right. So I guess the main thing that we're going to be talking about is just a big reflection on our emotions that we're feeling in different lights of life. And the overwhelming message that we want people to understand from listening to this is that, you know, we're all living different lives but we're all feeling emotions. That's one thing that we do have in common. You've got different responsibilities, different outlooks on life, but we all as humans feel emotions and that's something that we do have in common. So I guess, Alan, to kick it off, how have you been feeling personally in this time? And when I say this time, we're in Melbourne, so we are experiencing a lot of the lockdowns at the moment. You might be too, or you might have obviously experienced them in the past. So yeah, I've had lots of different emotions pop up over this time. It is, like we were saying, a bit of a roller coaster of emotions. So sometimes you're feeling them quite significantly and sometimes they're not as strong. But one of the biggest emotions or feelings that I've been noticing is that I'm feeling quite claustrophobic, um, almost like I'm a bit suffocated or trapped in the life that I'm living. What, because you're in 5K? (laughs) (laughs) Just because, you know, love living Mm. life. Love going to brunches, bottomless brunches especially, Yeah, getting out, oh, yeah, dancing, just living life. Um, always got something on the social calendar. So I guess my biggest thing is that, yeah, just that claustrophobic feeling of those missed social experiences and as mentioned in one of our first episodes, that lack of travel. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. You know, you haven't experienced too much of that and you've been dying to. Absolutely dying to travel. And I feel like, weird, rest in peace, I feel like I'm grieving it. Oh, I feel like it's nearly a distant memory. Like, did that happen to me? Did I actually do those things? Because I can't even get out of 5Ks now. We don't even think about that. Or maybe we can. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, One thing I've reflected on constantly is the massive absolutely massive importance of recognizing the emotions that we're feeling. I think identifying that, you know, everyone's feeling different feelings or emotions, but they're all valid. And 
one of the most important steps is making sure that you can name them. So you might feel, I guess, in a surface level happy, but you could also delve a bit deeper into what those emotions are or you might be feeling sad, but there's other emotions within the sad category yeah, that so makes sense. I'm just thinking even of in terms of maybe feeling really low or exhausted, mm. those sort of things. And it's a weird exhausted. You don't yeah. have to be even doing much at the moment, yeah. but you're physically and you're mentally exhausted from the same repetition of every day. The emotions wheel, we find that as a great source to kind of navigate how we are actually actually feeling because, you know, you might feel sad, but there's other emotions within that sad category or sad realm, I guess, where you might be able to identify, oh, I'm actually feeling lonely, yeah. for example, um, and then recognize what the triggers are to make you feel like that. So some of the questions that I ask myself when I am feeling a range of emotions to kind of, I guess, regroup or reframe my thinking, refocus, is just ask myself, what am I in control of? It's a good way to stop in time and really just kind of analyse what's happening around me. What am I in control of? As teachers, we love being in control. And a lot of people would have that in their jobs. They need yes. to organise and be thinking two steps ahead. But in this circumstance, you can't think two steps ahead. Because even when the press conference comes, you still don't know what's happening. Yeah, because they say, all right, we're going to ease restrictions. And then you listen to the press conference. And he's like, but actually, I'm going to announce that tomorrow. And you're like, okay, I've just listened to this press conference yeah. to see what's going to happen. But then I've got to look in tomorrow. And then even with schools, that happened this week. Well, yeah, last week now, the weeks yeah. are rolling into days and months or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I said, oh, we're going to tell you this, the, the strategy going ahead <laughs> and the plan for schools. There's been nothing. No, it's, it's Thursday. Thursday today, so <laughs> I guess that's not coming out. Can you tell that we're anxious about knowing what's <laughs> happening next term? <laughs> so I guess, yeah, asking those questions. What am I in control of? What am I not in control of? And most importantly, what do I need to do to look after myself? So I think these are really important questions to ponder when you are feeling overwhelmed and you're experiencing lots of different emotions. And my biggest thing is just been noticing how can I prioritize myself and really, I guess, delve into my passions and what I love doing. We're feeling emotions every single day and they do come in and out um, like the ebbs and flows. But talking through all of this really does help and remind you that you're not alone. So... Yeah, I guess, Kim, how have you been feeling personally? Feeling similar, Ellen. Um, the claustrophobic for sure. And not only that, but I've got this weird sense that, well, it's actually not even weird because so many people would feel the exact same thing right now. Is that like time's running out? Mm. And like I said, like you'd be feeling it too. The last two years have just absolutely flown by that I keep referring to the year before as last year yeah. and I'm getting confused and I say, when are we in lockdown or was that then? It's just absolutely flown by and they could be crucial times in people's lives. The amount of weddings or hens that have been rescheduled is just crazy. Yeah, twice. We're going on the third one now. Yeah, so if same, that goes ahead. Yeah, if that does. <laughs> and that, that's a good thing too, though, you said, Alan, because it's like you do get excited for, okay, we've rescheduled, that's okay, but coming on to the third one, mm. you start to think, well, is it happening and can you actually, you know, get excited for that? So... People are missing those key moments in memories in life and it happens at all ages. So maybe that's why I'm feeling like the time's running out because at the moment, like I don't have kids. I'm not sure how Mm. I'm feeling about that. But also 
I never knew what this whole time's ticking felt like until now, until this has happened. Because I'm like, okay, I'm turning 35 this year. Do I need to start thinking about this? Like, age has crept in. Yeah. And, you know, you could even be in year 12 and be feeling the same feeling as me, but in a different way. Think of if you're in year 12, you... You're finishing high school, your friends are turning 18, you're turning 18, you're getting your license. It's, you know, it's, it's just, again, everyone's feeling these same sort of things, but they're experiencing different things at the same time. So I guess that leads to what Alan and I were talking about previously was thinking about, like, are these silly thoughts to think? Like, there are far worse situations than what we're in. Of course, but we need to know that your emotions are valid. So, whatever you're feeling is okay. And there should be no one that tries to tell you that what you're feeling isn't okay. That's right. And I know we still need to be mindful in these times. Mm. But also, we're all in this together. And we know that sometimes, I guess, people laugh at that quote because that's what, you know, they do at all their press conferences. True. Really, at the end of the day, we're all human, like we've said. Exactly, and we we do share a connection mm-hmm. by having our worlds, no matter how our worlds look, yep. impacted by this pandemic. So I guess what's helping me, and I definitely are having my down days as well, of feeling upset, I've cried on certain mm. days, I'm sure other people have, um, but, you know, is reflecting on, again, nearly like the gratitude. What's What are the good things in my life? Um, everyone's experiencing the same as me right now. Hopefully we can connect and just share a bit of that. And everyone is missing out on something. So it's also what you said, Alan, is prioritizing myself and sometimes disconnecting or just being with me when I feel like that. But also it is important to stay connected to others because when I have chatted to you and like we talked about in our previous episode about keeping connected Mm. and the importance of that, um, it's really helped just talk through what I'm feeling. And sometimes I have no idea what I'm yeah. feeling until it comes out. Um, that's one thing. And also exercising is a massive thing flow. And I guess it drops off in the busy life. So that's something I've tried to nearly keep in when I've had my down days the next day. I'm like, right, this is what I'm going to do. And it might even be something as simple as doing a 15-minute walk, and which sounds kind of thing but but the power of a walk so you know we might be in bed at night and we'll message each other and be like yo (laughs) want to set a timer for 6 15 or 7 o'clock whatever we're feeling let's dedicate the time to doing a lap that's right before our morning meetings and we get into our teaching yeah because i guess Sometimes when you have the idea in your head that, okay, I'm going to do an hour of... I like to do aerobics, so I'm going to do an hour of aerobics, but I need to get my weight yeah. there. So I'm also going to do a circuit that includes weights. And to find what I run. And then what about my meditation to get my mind right? Yeah, so... Yeah, this is endless. It's not achievable, but I'm like, yes, that will happen. And you're like, I'm in lockdown, I've got all the time in the world, and I will nail it. But then we're like, we come to the day and we're like, maybe I won't nail it, but I'll do one thing off that yes, list. that's right, because... When you look at the list, like, and then you feel terrible because you're like, I did nothing. But if we start by saying we'll do a 15-minute walk, Alan and I tend to do something afterwards. So whether it is just doing a stretch or we do do a quick circuit, we find that by just saying, okay, let's do something short, it's better than nothing. Better than our two-hour goal of fitting everything in. That's just <laughs> never going to happen. We're absolutely training for Tough Mudder. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done something. Yeah, that's it. And like you're saying, it's like a snowball effect. 
you feel good, you get out, you get the fresh air, your mind's clear and you're ready for the day. So I guess, as most of you probably are aware, or if you're not aware and it's the first time listening to one of our podcasts, Kim and I are both teachers. You know, we've just reflected on our personal feelings and our personal emotions. I guess looking for, from a teacher lens, teaching, look, it's a chaotic life, even more so in the last two years with remote learning, face-to-face learning, remote learning, face-to-face learning, that yo-yo of going back and forth. And I guess you might relate to that as well in your jobs. So it's not just teaching in general that's had to go remotely. Um, lots of you are working in your office and then having to work from home. So there is that yo-yo effect. That's right. And we're all in that uncharted territory from working from home when really we're not used to that. Parents aren't used to it. Teachers aren't. People in their jobs aren't used to working from home and not having this social interaction. So a message came out from Real Schools that went around Facebook and that's how you and I saw it. Mm, we've, I think we got tagged in about 10 times each. And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the message was that everyone is doing their best. And in terms of schools, they might have a different approach to remote learning and how it looks. But now's not the time to be right. And we have to appreciate that everyone's making an effort. We're all in this for the right reasons. We're trying to do the best for the kids. We don't want this either. We've got no control yeah. over it. Yeah. We have to just go with the flow like you were just saying with the yo-yo effect. Mm. Well, that's exactly right with remote teaching. We feel terrible for not being physically there with the children, but we're doing our best. And I guess that message can be taken from a schooling point of view, but also just in life in general. So really, is now the time to be arguing with people about your opinions? Like when we're all going through, like we've said something so out of ordinary and just so out of control and we don't know what everyone's experiencing because we're remote teaching right now Mm -hmm. but we also don't have kids which adds another element to it Mm -hmm. but then you're also people with children are doing their own jobs and there's just in some people a single parents that are dealing with that so there's just so many layers to not knowing what goes on with a person and how they're coping so basically the message of real schools is just be kind in life in general let's just all be kind to each other and appreciate that we're all living through this and everyone's experiencing it in a different way and again coming back to that message of we're all human we've all got emotions let's just be kind we have taken moments to stop and pause and reflect on teaching life and we've had a bit of a laugh about oh my gosh sometimes what teaching does look like in real face-to-face <laughs> learning life we're trying to pull the gratitude of having a slower life at the moment yeah. and although we're extremely busy in the day <laughs> digitally yeah what goes on sometimes <laughs> at school i know sometimes we actually don't even get a chance to stop and think until after school when you're driving home you've got your music off and you're driving home you're like oh, i can actually breathe like the day's ended i'm taking shallow <laughs> breaths throughout the day because i'm trying to get through and it can look like literally being in the classroom for two hours straight and going okay i'm running out to yard duty and by the time i get there did you say run yeah i'm not walking out <laughs> no. to yard duty because when the bell goes i'm supposed to be already out there yeah so yeah so what happened we were laughing about the fact that you've even just got to pick up a jog at work and some of the other things we reflected on is that a small moment of gratitude that we're experiencing right now is being able to eat slowly. I mean, look, we still eat really fastly because we love our food. But, we do. <laughs> but, but it's slower compared yeah. to at school. At school, we could have... We eat this a lot and it's just easy to not have to use a microwave. Prepare is, anything. like Yeah. Tin of tuna. 
if you're lucky, rice cakes as well. <laughs> but even then, we plan to obviously put the tuna on the rice cakes if it's a good day. Yeah. But, yeah, the fact is that half the time, there's no time to get to the staff room or to do anything else. So we're eating them separately, the tuna can, with no utensils, and then the rice cakes separately. And basically, sometimes... I'm using an A4 bit of white paper as my plate because who wants to go to the staff room for a plate That's because right. then I'm going to go down there and wash it <laughs> or use the lid of my Yopro because I don't want to go get a spoon. So that little bit of tin foil on the top of the Yopro, <laughs> I turn it into my own little spoon creation. I know you're probably thinking gross, weird, but it's the things you've got to do. Or are they relating because, Alan, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> And when you're saying pick up a jog, sometimes I've got one minute to get back to class after all of everything we just said. And kids are like, oh, Miss Carter. And <laughs> no, like, no, yep, no. Oh, we need two seconds and I'm going to set up. And yeah. <laughs> They're not saying Miss Carter. They're saying, hey, Cassie Freeman. <laughs> get back here. It's not a hundred meter sprint. You're like, it is. I'm balancing my tuna and I'm running to the classroom. <laughs> so we're trying to say that, yeah, we're, ju- we're just looking for those little moments. We they're small it. things, but they're nice. Let's move on to the kids. And we are on the digital platforms a lot, and that's how we're communicating with the kids at the moment and teaching them. Mm -hmm. So through our observations, but not only our observations, friends have, you know, reported back Mm -hmm. to us about how they're dealing with things and how their kids are feeling at the moment. So I know you were sharing with me, Alan, some of the things that, um, you know, your friends were saying. Yeah. I was doing the same. And I think, you know, we, we know some of our friends have kids at all different ages, all different year levels. So their take on what lockdown looks like would be different because of their past experiences. But yeah, one of my girlfriends, it's vivid in my mind, absolutely vivid. And my friend actually sent a photo to our group chat about her daughter when she heard that we weren't going back to school. I don't even know which lockdown it was because we keep questioning. Hey, I don't know what we're in anymore. Yeah. There's the snaps. There's the circuit lockdowns, breakers. <laughs> there's like I don't know, extensions. <laughs> I don't know, Alan. So we're not really sure which one lockdown it was. Lockdown. Yeah, lockdown is lockdown and it sucks. But I remember one of my friends sending a photo of her daughter in the back seat of the car once they heard that they weren't going back to school. And she was crying and she was devastated because she wasn't back with her friends. I'm sure lots of parents would relate to that, Alan. It makes me think about when I was driving with my partner's son and he's four years old and we're driving to his kinder and he was amusing himself in the back and all of a sudden he said, Kim, we're in lockdown. I actually couldn't believe it. I was driving and I I didn't know what to say. I turned around and I said, oh, yeah, we are. I'm trying to make light of it. And he said, so I'm not going to swimming lessons? No. It was a really weird Mm. conversation I had with him. Yeah, and do you know what? The younger the kids are, this is all they know or remember. So it is weirdly, oh, that makes me sick to say, weirdly becoming part of their life. And I hope this is like the end of it because, you know, I don't know how life is going to continue like this. And I guess that makes us think, you know, as teachers, what we've noticed, we've seen from our friends, like we've mentioned just briefly, um, and our partners. Not our partner. (laughs) Well, your partner, not my partner. But um, the experiences that they're having with their children and the impact of lockdowns and all that kind of jazz on their lives. But as teachers, we've noticed an overall lack in you know, the kids' motivation and mood towards their learning, which is understandable because they're lacking just the social interactions. A big thing for kids is being able to 
play and interact with other kids and as teachers we want to continually model the skills and instill the qualities that help develop their social and emotional skills but you know when kids are in the playground running amok you know they're having disagreements they're hurting themselves they're building that resilience for life um and this is where the magic of development happens so that lack of life experiences that the kids are having at this point in time again thinking back to our question before we don't have control of it Mm. we don't have control of this um but it is where they build them life skills and they develop the skills that they need to interact with other children and adults as well and they haven't learned how to regulate their emotions properly exactly and there's also this over-reliance on technology at the moment which is interesting because in our last episode we talked about i guess the issues surrounding that and with connection but at the moment i guess that's the only way they can connect to us as Mm. teachers to their friends but also to do their work but then their downtime might be to play games or technology so we understand that that's a huge thing as well at the moment and that there's this reliance on parents to not only help them and put the teacher hat on which you're not It builds pressure on parents, nearly a guilt, just like we feel as teachers, like we're not doing enough. It makes us think about our recent post that we did on Instagram, which you might not have seen. Um, It's at Mindsetters Podcast. We basically want you to know that you're doing your best. Remote learning is not the same as face-to-face, as we know. And it it never will be. No. Never will be. There's so many barriers, again, like we were saying with the technology aspect. But And you can and you should take breaks without feeling guilty. It's so hard to get the motivation when you're on a screen. And then as soon as we're off the live sessions, the kids to motivate themselves to do the work and to actually know what's happening. And like we were saying before, the parents are constantly putting that, that teacher hat, the parent hat, and you don't know where the, the, the middle ground yeah, the is. Barrier is too. And it's the same for home and school. So kids, home is their release. That's their outlet, yeah. their their space of just safety, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. They feel comfortable. So then having to flip home into school in a way, there does become this blurred line of what is what and when is what happening. It does make me think about work as well because, as we're saying, the parents were thinking about you right now if you're a parent as a teacher but we're also thinking that you're probably a lot of you are managing your own jobs at the same time and it's okay to have no idea what you're doing and it would be overwhelming so again our message is just to cut yourself some slack yeah your emotions are valid and you know like you said before kim you know we don't have kids but we do deeply empathize with you all the pressure that you're feeling constantly and like you've said that emotion of guilt Mm. or Yeah, sometimes that lack of motivation, it is hard work, but you're doing an amazing job and we just want you to know that we are so proud of you. Exactly. And the whole point of our podcast is even more apparent now. The well-being of everybody at the moment is Everyone. Absolutely everyone. Everyone's in this together. And that's the thing that keeps us connected. That's right. And like we said, like we, you and I have had conversations more actually in this week than we have in the past few weeks. And we were saying again to each other that we feel so much better from having them. And sometimes it helps just to hear that even though we're different people, we are feeling the same things. Mm. You're not alone. Everyone's coping differently and you're allowed to feel those emotions. Like I said, you know, I've had a little cry. You're allowed to feel happy even when other people are struggling sometimes. 
you know, sometimes it feels like you do have to tiptoe around emotions, which is true. How much lighter do you feel when you start addressing them and acknowledge them? So it could be as simple as having your own journal, looking at, we'll put on Instagram at some point, the emotions wheel. Yes. You can take some time, five minutes out of your day to think about what emotion you're feeling and maybe think about some things that are making you feel like that and what you can do to honor yourself as a human living through this current life that we are not in any way, shape or form used to. Exactly. And we're going to put a few resources together that you can use to connect with one another in those times. We're not sure, just like you, if it's actually going to be lockdown, if it's not. Like, so, we might be in lockdown until 2023 at this point, but oh, let's, let's hope not. <laughs> we probably won't have that many resources, but we do have some resources up our sleeve. Give us a follow on Instagram so you can be updated with what we're putting out. Exactly. And we want you to connect with us because we're being open. We're trying to connect at the moment too. Let us know how you've been riding the roller coaster because this is how we have. We're not saying it's right, but at the moment... It's helping us and we'd love to hear about different ways that you might be feeling or have dealt with things. I guess it leads to our next episode. Take another one where we reflect and discuss today's social norm of having the perfect shot to represent the perfect moment in time. Cannot wait for this episode. I'm super excited. We are just going to have so much great energy coming from this. It's something we're interested in and it's just blowing our minds in so many ways. So, see you next time. See you guys.